Welcome back, guys. It is the Brothers Geek Out podcast. I hope you guys are well and safe. Today, I am at a different location, guys, so I'm sorry for video quality and sound quality. It's not going to be 100%, but the background is on point. So I don't I don't have the luxuries of having cool stuff in the background like Gilman does. Uh, Alara has taken over fully, uh, unless I can kind of redo it in a way where I can swap it around. Anyway, cut things short. That looks awesome. That's a, listen, bro. It's such a good piece. It is. I, just, I, can't, I can't get enough of it. Guys, the reviews on the page, uh, I think it's on our Instagram page as well, but such a beautiful piece. This is from Sideshow, right? Sideshow Collectibles, yeah. The way, listen, bro, I don't think, like, looking at it, I'm sure it is amazing, but from where, from where I'm seeing, it it looks so good. The way he's floating in the light, lightning, they, they really... It's you know, they've done the architecture perfect, or whatever you call it. Architecture, sculpture is so good. Yeah, that's a, that's an awesome piece. Like, uh, I'm, 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 and if you guys can see that, look at that. Like, yeah, Sideshow smashed it. Sideshow smashed it with that one. I mean, look, I, you know, yeah. there's no competition because we're all with the Brothers Geek Out podcast here. <laughs> but, you know, my, my Batman, you know, the cape. Is is still epic. Let me, can I show you guys something I've I've worked on today? Can I show you guys something? Yeah, yeah, Give me a second. Here, check this out. Check this out. Let me get out the way because you need to see this. More. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let it go back to your screen. Say something. Talk. Yeah. What? What's up? Oh, oh, say say what? What? So it's on the screen. Say something. When it's on the screen, we chat about. Yeah. So then your screen comes up. Or it's going to be my voice and it's going to show. Oh, up. I see, I see. Okay, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Anyway, I spent the day setting up the lights today. Uh, it doesn't illuminate exactly how I want it, but actually, it, it's not too bad, man. And you know, I could mess around with it. Check this out. Uh, I bought, you know, getting into this whole technology stuff, but I bought, um, look at that green, you know what I mean? Blue, is it blue, red, blue. red in there, you know what I'm saying? White. I was blue. Blue's good, isn't it? You better do a video, bro, and do that so I can post it up. That looks Look good. at that. Red. So guys, if you guys are collectors, then as you know, we, we, we love collecting. Gilman's got an awesome collection. So does Ash. Ash's Batman room. It's every time I come here, it's sick, bro. But, uh, yeah. I'll wait for my Spider-Man. Listen, I bought that um, XM Studios new Spider-Man. I have to whisper because the missus don't know. The XM Studios new Spider-Man symbiote takeover oh my god it comes at the end of the year that's going to be a big one but before we get into that let me show you what i've got up as well here because some of your artwork is on display bro check this out look at that comes out really well so i got the kim has been working on these posters for me and you know what it inspired me i tell you why i tell you i know i was going back and forth i was probably annoying you with this but what happened was you gave me that amazing, these amazing posters. And um, what ended up happening is you inspired me to kind of like have a daily, I like quotes and all that sort of stuff, but the way you kind of did it and the color code you did it inspired me to like have like a daily quote. So you got the last summer, right, which is the morning, right? I think a man does what he can until his destiny is revealed. So that's like a morning quote and whatnot. And then you got, the, the, which is a sunrise. And then you got Muhammad Ali, which is during the day, blue skies. Don't count the days, make the days count. Mm -hmm. And then you finish off in the evening with the sunset. Might be a hard day, might be a good day, whatever it is. But this one, it, it sums up the day where it says, it's not about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. So it kind of inspired me to have like a daily theme, you know what I mean? It's not just random, amazing quotes, but for me, it just kind of sums up the day. So yeah, I got those up today. The room's looking nice and I appreciate your help with those kids. No, that's cool. It looks awesome. They, they came out well. They came out really well. Uh, next house, I'll have, I'll have something up like that in my place, inshallah. Uh, <clears throat> I know you just broke your fast and I'm, I'm thirsty because I've been running around all day. Plus, uh, shout-outs to Warner Brothers UK and DC. They uh, gave me, uh, what can I say? They invited me to a screening of Superman 1978 at the BFI South Bank, which was absolutely awesome. But I've already done, like, South London, North London already, bro. As you can see, I'm a hot mess. 
uh, fasting, the sun came out, losing bad breath games. Uh, I hope fasting is going well for you guys, man, as it is for me. But today was a tough, rough morning to get there. But seeing, you know, Superman, you know, that's like the DNA of all the superhero movies we see uh, was was awesome. And that was in 4K as well, which was clean. So wow. sometimes you can see <laughs> nice. the graphics are a bit... You know what, bro? How can a movie age so well 45 years later? It's the 45th anniversary, that's why. Uh, how does a movie age that well? And and if it, it, it just still... The music, the the visuals, like, you know, shout outs to Richard Donner, man. He 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 didn't want to do like a campy Superman, even though the suit looks, you know, it's outdated a bit. But for it to stand still as a movie to this day now, it's wonderful to see that, bro, because that's that's the first of its kind, right? Yeah, and they took it serious. Listen, uh, Christopher Reeves, uh, may, may he rest in peace, my guy worked out for this. Like, they, they took the role serious in the sense that he is a superhero. He's a buff guy. He's supposed to look like, uh, I guess, the, the perception of what a hero is supposed to look. Just saying, isn't it? So he worked out for it. He pumped weight. He put on weight. Yes, the suit was outdated, but back then, actually, it wasn't. It was cool. Um, but when you say how a movie is still, you know, ages so well, that's that's where you know you got a classic. Like where, forty five years down the line, you can watch it, you still get excited by the mm. character, the character building, the story, the music, even the costume to use. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like you know, the graphics and whatnot, works. you appreciate what it was. It still works. So it still well. works. And that's what I'm saying. Like I know what they saw when they, he did his audition. Like when he did his audition as Clark Kent. You know the 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 stumbling clumsy dude, uh, and then you know he his whole posture like he did his did this thing with his posture where he looked shorter, and then you see him in the scene and he's Superman and he's telling Lois we're running late and his posture just straightens up and you can see the chin come out and you're like that guy's wicked bro man you know bless that guy for bringing that character to life and and giving hope to so many people bro you know. He gave the outsider, the outsiders, a place where they can feel comfortable. Uh, there's mm. more to that movie and the character of Superman being an alien, an immigrant, basically, coming. I mean, it's based off the story of Moses anyway, but, you know, inspiring in different ways, man. And, and you know, what, Joe, what Joel and uh, Jerry did creating this character... And, you know, them not knowing where it was going to go and to what it's become. Like, that's amazing. I mean, you know, it must have been tough for them. And it still is because they're still... I don't even know if they won the lawsuit, man. You know, they sold that character for like $1,000 or something to Warner Brothers or DC. Who's Superman? Yeah, and they never got the royalties for it for years. I think now they're family. Oh. Yeah? But there was a big thing, court case, bro. It, it's it's sad to hear because mm. artists have got bummed out like that uh mm. and they got you know what i heard on rogan's podcast i know this is true the um the lady who played lois lane like she went crazy and stuff right did, did she go yeah yeah she did yeah i didn't, yeah. didn't even know that man yeah man crazy crazy but anyway i'm glad you got a chance to experience that man what iconic character i i do need a superman in my collection one day but anyway for now this will do man this this week you know you were talking about not paying up more this month. Uh, anyway, narrow yeah. down the collection, so I'm ready to. Let's see where the, where where the collection takes us next. Yeah, no, definitely. I got I actually got a new Punisher for me. It's an old sideshow Punisher, but I needed that in my collection, so he's got that waiting for me and whatnot. Have you seen it yet? Has he got it up, or you just you just pull it in? Well, I'm glad he got that for me. It's one that I need in my in my Punisher collection. Um, but um. Yeah, this week was a tough, not a tough week for me, but I mean, a good week of training and Ramadan and fasting, everything's great. You know, I was just telling you during the week, so I love training at the gym. Look, with Ramadan, like I've always said this, the fasting part's the easy part. I'm training full on, honestly, like full sessions. I, I tone it down a bit. I don't do high intensity workout, but I'm still doing my workouts and everything before iftar and everything. Uh, on Friday, it's a bit like... I done my workout and then I walked to the mosque in this heat, bro. Like walked to the mosque like 15 minutes. And then the mosque that they built in this community, I have to say that the developers are basic, right? Mm. They, they, bro, they got this big space. And then the mosque itself is this tiny little hut. 
And then you got everything else outdoors. And I'm like, you know, the sun blazes in this country and you didn't even build like a big canopy or nothing. You just, it's just a big space that we all just sit in the sun and, and, and pray. It's so hot. I don't even know how the summer's going to be. But anyway, it's, it's crazy. And then walking back. So Friday, I remember how thirsty I was. But honestly, that's not even the hard part. It's like, like I said to you, the hard part is just trying to maintain uh, a good peace of mind and balance. I can't go. I, 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 yesterday, man, like, you know, I constantly keep telling myself, be good, be good, be good. Don't get angry. Don't get angry. I've been trying to do that for a whole week. Man, yesterday I exploded, man. Like, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just, um, you know, just holding on to emotions for, 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 and forcing to be good for a week. Mm. Oh, man, on the roads, everyone was driving me nuts. Like, the way people were driving here were driving me crazy. And I was just getting angry. And I was swearing. And I was like, oh, my God, man. I think I broke my fast by swearing. I couldn't hold it in, man. It's so hard to keep discipline with with emotions, man. Um. So that's the hard part of thing, man. But you know what? One one good thing happened this week, though. I was training on uh, we're doing MMA on 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 Tuesday, and then um, they they we what happens is you do the you do we start our training. We do our training all the way up to iftar. Iftar training starts at six. Iftar is about six forty. So we yeah. train all the way to six forty, and then we stop. We do iftar. We do maghrib, and then we finish off training. I love this. I have to say, I'm really enjoying this gym. I've always I've trained around the world, and I love it. You always. Yeah, have this sense of community, but to being around, <clears throat> I guess, Muslim brothers and whatnot, it's getting me closer to my religion as well. And there's a different kind of uh, community there as well. It's really nice. Hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. But anyway, they got me to lead the pray, uh, prayer, bro. And I have, I'm telling you, I've only led prayer for like you guys or family or friends. I've never ever led prayer in front of strangers. Man got nervous, bro. <laughs> I got nervous trying to read my surahs and everything. I went straight for the shortest surahs in the Quran because I'm like, I'm not even going to try and do one of the longer ones and start fumbling in front of everyone. Uh, I got nervous, bro. I was like, no, 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 brother, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. Because I've heard people recite. I've heard like the coach and some of the students recite. They recite beautifully. I'm like, I don't have that voice. I can't, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. recite like that. Um, so I got nervous, and obviously that's not the thing. They they prayed behind me, and they followed my lead, and it was it was a humble again another humbling, amazing feeling. Uh, and you know I'm gonna actually I'm I'm, I'm looking into hiring a uh, getting a, a teacher to help me with my re reading Quran and all that sort of stuff to help me with my recite. But um, uh, yeah, and I was just I was just so nervous reading <laughs> reading my prayers. Um, in front of everyone but it was a humbling great feeling but I'm just like man this is it's a nice place to be training and then just this brotherhood of of breaking our fast and doing our prayers and what I like is if you're not fasting if you're not a Muslim it's not like you're outcast like the yeah. coach leaves them with a technique so like drill this technique we haven't even like take a break water break with us um, they we get them to sit down with us and break fast, not break fast, but just do if they're with us. They're not fasting, obviously. And then I like, draw the technique. We're gonna quickly pray, like so. It's, you're not just left to it. So it's it's really nice, man. I'm I'm really enjoying this gym. Um, uh, that that I'm training at just because of that brotherhood. Yeah. No, really good. That's good to hear, man. Very good to hear. Yeah, man. I'm, you know what? I was away from home for like three days, and it it was it was it was it was hard. I've been standing on my feet all day at a show. And shout out to the guys at Sense Lab. You know, with my job, I'm lucky I get to do some creative stuff as well. So shout outs to Apple, shout outs to Adobe, shout outs to Logitech, and shout outs to Sense Labs. Now, Sense Labs is a new uh company that's been out for the past couple of years. They do drawing tablets, they've moved on to the new drawing display model. I'm probably one of the first in the UK to draw on it, bro. And they shared my oh, little sketch and Tony Stark sketch on their main pages recently. So like, it's amazing, bro, getting to see people, you know, you know, you talk to people online, you, you talk to companies and the way they embrace it. And like, inshallah, bro, there's like loads of things happening at the moment now could, could change my life even more dramatically, which which would help massively. Uh, but getting to just draw and, you know, inspire the kids and have a different way, you know, the guidance and you know, if I had been, mm. I think, like in my 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 work life, I, I could have been somewhere else. But I can't say that because if I didn't go through this, I wouldn't know where I want to go to. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. None of this would have happened. Everything happened the way it had to be for us to yeah. be in this point right now, right? 
yeah, so, yeah, Alhamdulillah, it went really well, and, yeah, it was a, it was a great show, man, but tiring, bro, you, you're on your feet all day, fasting, bad breath games, people talking to you, you're talking like this, and they're like, what's up, and I was like, listen, I don't want you to lose, because Ramadan, like, Ramadan breath is a yeah, thing, yeah. you guys, it's yeah. a bit, <laughs> Uh, bless them and everybody was really kind and you know uh it was it was rewarding bro and when the kids came on friday just to see artwork and me teaching them how to do the guidelines of comic book artwork and the girls were like can you draw miss marvel i drew miss marvel did jubilee and you know they were just super excited bro and it's like it's how i would want to inspire uh the youths and the future now that you know you don't have to even do the artwork you could be an inkist you can be a colorist you could be doing podcasts and videos and like there's so much out there now and opportunities now to be the as much as you want to be you know what i mean so that was at a bet show but the set guys at sense labs they, they they've always hooked me up they show so much love uh and it was great to see them because they're from different parts of the country i think paul's from germany and ian's from belfast and yeah proper geek out moment bro so you know when they found out I was like close to their age, they were like, what? And I was like, come on, man, I've got the gray hairs coming through now. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I'm 41, bro, 41. And they were like, man, I thought you were in your 20s. Mashallah, good good genes from our parents and our grandparents. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was a hard one. So it was nice to be home, uh, catch up on sleep as well, bro. So, uh, but yeah, fasting was hard those couple of days. But now I'm home, it's, it's, it's a bit more easy. But today was a bit of a run around, but yeah, no. Bro, let's jump in, bro. Let's jump in. Tell us what's let's going jump on. In, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Well, real quick, I got to start off, unfortunately, with sad news or just, just another topic. Um, There's another school shooting in the U.S. It's so common in the U.S. It's crazy, man. And that, I think it was in Nashville. And I think a couple of kids, I believe if I remember correctly, it was like four kids that, that, that were killed. Might have been more. I'm sorry, I haven't seen the update news and whatnot, but just I just saw that and I was just like, damn, man, again, like like the US and I, this might be happening around the world. Okay. And that's also bad. That's definitely also bad, but we don't know about it, right? Mm. The US gets the publicity all the time, be it positive or negative. It's such a hard, hard I, I don't get it, man. I don't get like listen, there's a lot of mental, mentally challenged, uh, sorry, mental health issues out there and what I don't know, I, I don't even know if I want to pull it to that, there's psychos out there too, man, to go out there and want to kill kids, I believe it was a female that did it, but it's just kind of like, what are you, it's weird, man, it's like, what are you doing, you're one of the, the biggest super nation in the world, you kind of control the world, and somehow, I don't know how, but, or maybe they think they do, you control the world, but you can't even control the violence, that's happening to children in your own country. I just don't get it. Like gun, I know people like gun laws and you've got to get rid of the guns. I don't think that's going to happen, right? Because if you try to get rid of them, there's going to be riots. There's going to be all of that. They got the second amendment law. People are going to get them illegally anyway. I think it's like, in my opinion, and I, I don't want to get too much into it. Again, condolences to the family and, the, and, and, and whatnot. I can't imagine what they're going through, but like you either, you know, you have to make it, you, to get a gun, you got to make it like a driving test, right? It's got to be like a three-month course. Theory test, mental health check, and mm. then practical, you know what I mean? And maybe the mental health check, you got to do it, you know, every every six months or something like that. I don't know. It's got to be so much harder for you to get a gun in the US. So got, they got to do that. And then secondly, like, listen, man, and, and this might not be a good thing. This might not be a good thing. But then you know what? If you got billions to send, like, weapons to Ukraine and whatnot, why don't you spend some money at your schools to get like and give ex-military who, who need jobs and whatnot um, and who are trained, you know, trained to be in these high pressure situations, give sure. them the job to, to run security in a school. You know, I'm trying to say, like, I'm not saying, and they should be armed. I'm not saying they should walk around with the arms so the kids see the guns or whatnot, or camouflage that somehow on the jackets or whatever. But and then, again, you don't want to put kids through a, a school where there's security and whatnot. But why don't you do that, though? Why don't you spend the money and put, give all these schools budget to get security, man? And I'm talking about trained, like I said, ex-Navy SEAL, whatever it is, someone who's trained to... So, so if something happens, man, they, they are fully in control. And then you have someone on guard to protect the children, you know, firearm to firearm. Because you can't do these... I don't know about these drills that they're doing or whatnot. If someone's got a gun and they're shooting at you, like... You need someone to shoot back. I, I, as bad as this sounds, I don't even know if this is the right solution. I've just been thinking about it. It's just horrible, man. I would never want to live in the US 
it was almost my dream. I almost moved there. Like my journey started off possibly moving to the US and then I got cancelled through work and then I moved to Asia. But man, I would, I would, I don't know. I get, I get, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to move, live in the US, man, because of all of this sort of stuff. Um, and I just feel bad and I'm just thinking, why? I don't know, man. There's got to be a solution. Like there's a, you have a country where, like I say, you, you get involved with every other country world politics to try and make so called peace and all that sort of stuff. You give billions of dollars to, like Israel and 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 these other other countries and whatnot, um and and Ukraine and everything. Why can't you spend a billion in your own country and just get security for these kids, man? It's horrible, horrible. So anyway, I'm sorry to start off like that, but condolences. Um, I don't even know if that's the right thing to say because it's kind of like, well, I don't need your condolences, my my children, man. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's the, but, the hard part about being a parent and uh, with craziness in the world like that, man. Um. And the thing is, you don't know. It's such a spontaneous, random thing as well. So that's where it can get very sticky and difficult, man. Yeah, no. Well, look, moving on from that, let's let's get into let's get into it. I had to bring that up. It was just something that was bugging me. No, that's cool. Um, well, so a couple of trailers. First of all, there's a new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. The 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 um the uh, cinema tickets are being released tomorrow, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and the movie comes out in May, so like they're trying to pre-sell tickets and whatnot. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope that will be good. Guardians of the Galaxy for me has always been fun, easy, fun watch to watch. This game, James Gunn, always awesome. And you know, this is going to be the final movie for these guys, so I'm sure it's going to be a lot of emotions in there. So looking forward to that one. And I just saw they look at the release of Blue Beetle tra trailer tomorrow, DC. Yeah. So. That's going to be something to... That'll be interesting. You know, brand new character. I have no idea who the hell Blue Beetle is. So to me, this is brand new. So I'm going to appreciate it for what it is as a standalone. So they're looking to embed this into the new DC plan, right? So it'd be interesting, bro. And, you know, I know a lot... You know, it's going to be the actor from uh, 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 Cobra Kai. Uh, I'm excited to see this, man, because this is technical. You know, this is our first Mexican superhero. Uh, I know our Mexican brothers are and sisters probably excited to see this. So it, bro, it's it's going to be a great character. He's he's young, he's learning. Uh, it's going to be a good origin story, man. I'm hoping, you know, this just kicks up like you know the the DC love, bro. You know what I mean? Because they've got some great characters. They just need great direction. And now you know James Gunn's come through, and he's like, I want to keep some of these characters moving forward. Let's help out where we can. So. Let's, let, I'm looking forward to that trailer tomorrow, bro. That, well, tonight. Yeah. So Awesome. Well, we'll get into more DC stuff later. I, I, a couple of things that I've been watching this week that I wanted to talk through. I'm actually watching the Tetris movie now. Uh, okay. First half an hour. I'm fully engaged. Bro, okay. I'm fully engaged. Bro, you'll love it. Because it's, it's, it's epic. It's epic moments of, of history in regards to video games and stuff like that. Pinnacle moments of... Um, Tetris, the video game, handheld consoles, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The politics game, this, this little game that was one of the most, I guess, pinnacle games in, in, in history. I'm, I'm, I guess it, I'm sure it should fall in there with Pong, that original one. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Remember, when you, yeah. It, that was the original one, right? Where everyone was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And I'm sure Tetris kind of falls in there, but... Um, it's it's very very interesting. So I'm in the middle of watching that. I'm gonna finish that off after the podcast. Bro, Godfather of Harlem, man. So part three, season three just finished, um, and I need to bring up the cast because it is. I, I listen. I've spoke about this before, but I need to give it some stripes, bro. Um, so let me bring up the cast because it, it's got such a big cast cast on this one. Godfather of Harlem. Now you got. Forrest Whitaker, right? Yeah. Now, who plays uh, uh, Bumpy Johnson, who's, who's the, what the show's about. The show's about owning Harlem, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a gangster show. End of the day, it's a gangster show based in um, the 50s, something like that, right? Uh, of owning Harlem, taking charge of Harlem with the, the drug trade and just owning it, basically. You've got Forrest Whitaker, you've got Nigel Thass. I can't pronounce this for a name. Excuse me. You've got people like... Um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, you got um, you got there's another name, another big star. What's the name? Giacarlo Esposito. You know that I mean, he's amazing, man. He's in freaking everything. He's in um, 
he was a uh, um, he's in the Mandalorian, um, Breaking Bad. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. My Moff Gideon, bro. That's what I'm calling his name. Moff Gideon. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. And you got Paul's. Paul Savino was in it. Who was in? He was in a uh, Goodfellas. Chaz Palmateri Palmateri was in season one. You had Method Man in it. But show has got loads of people in it. I'm sorry, I butchered names and all that stuff. But what I wanted to express again, bro, like again, great gangster show. Talking about all the all the families, it does say that it's real people. Um, it does take real aspects of stories, but it also does dramatize things for for the TV and whatnot. Outside of that, I've said this before, bro. For me, bro, honestly, this was the best on-screen adaptation of Malcolm X mm-hmm. I've seen. Best on-screen. Because the way they done it, because remember, this is a show now. It's not just a movie. So they built him up for three seasons. Yeah. Um, I'm just using, I'm just going to explain it him because the rest of the show is awesome with all the other gangsters and everything. I love that. But just him, for example, they built him up for three seasons and they, you know, they portrayed him as, as a hero to his people. Right, mm-hmm. not as the terrorist as the government kind of put him as and whatnot. They even included that in the show, like the CIA were trying to kill him and all that sort of stuff, which was true. Like they, the government was, you know, uh, behind a lot of shit, and they portrayed him in the wrong way. And all he wanted was freedom for his people. And he never, he never, he never actually invoked violence. He said self defense, self defense, yes, but not violence. You don't provoke the violence. You never do. But if you have to defend yourself, then you must defend yourself. Right, yeah. and that was his kind of stance. But you know, this starts off with him already being a part of the Nation of Islam, which was, you know, just a bit of a different, they 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 think things a bit different. It's not really the true Islam. And then I told you, right, they build him up to the point where he kind of breaks ties with the Nation of Islam and then reverts into the true version of Islam. And he actually, when he goes to Saudi and everything, and he sees the cure to the problem that he's seeing in his, in his home, which is the U.S., and the cure uh, and the problem is racism right? and all the discrimination he, he goes through. And he saw that solution in Islam. You know, he really believed Islam is the solution to racism because there is no class, color, nothing involved in Islam. When you're praying, everyone's praying together, brothers and sisters side by side and all that sort of stuff. So you see that amazing transformation, uh, as I explained in pre- previously in one of those episodes. And then this kind of leads up to his death, which we know about. But, but again, man, like his death, he saw it come in. You saw the background happening of, of the CIA trying to get him killed and, and the, 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 the nation of Islam and everything. But the way he kind of accepts death um, and when he does pass away, when he does get killed, man, because they've been building him up for three seasons, you, it's like... You, you get emotional. Like, it, it's the first time I felt emotional. Like, you know, like when Iron Man died in, in, in Endgame, like after 10 years, you get sad because I'm, I'm like, I'm going to miss this guy, yeah. right? Same with like, you know, Jack Bowen, 24. And what, you get to know the character so much, now he passed away. And I know Malcolm X is going to pass away. I've, I've read his book. We all know the story that, that, that he gets murdered and whatnot. But the way this show portrayed him and and the way he, he, he was just a hero for his people and all that sort of stuff, it was, it was bro, it was such a great... Best on-screen Malcolm X adaptation I've ever seen uh, that they've done. And I think it, it's worth a watch, Kibbs, man. I really I really recommend it to, to anyone to watch that show, Godfather Harlem. And there's so much more to it as well. If you're into that whole gangster scene, that's all involved in the world. So I had to give that show some props, man. No, definitely, man. And it's on my list, bro. It's on my list to watch, definitely. Cool. All right. The next one was Wu-Tang. Uh, the American Saga. Listen, bro. Again, another show you should watch. Hip hop fans, you're gonna love it. The, again, the way they take the way each episode now in season three, because they're doing their solo albums, goes into the creative mind of how they come up with their their albums. It's been awesome, bro. Last week, I think it was or two weeks ago, it was Method Man and uh, Red. No, no. So Raekwon was trying to think of his album. He was getting inspired by John Woo's The Killer that movie, The Killer, and you just go into a whole different story. What they do in the show, bro, they take you into a story. So now in this story that he's a mafia boss and he's kind of, and it's all about the hip-hop and whatnot, the distribution of of their hip-hop. It's not about, you know, they change it from drugs and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it's just amazing because we know that movie and everything. This week one was uh, uh, um, The Jizzer, The Genius. And, you know, they just, again, this episode went into this old, like, mystical kung fu movie where, they, again, they're trying to distribute the real hip-hop and not the pop and all that sort of stuff. And um, it was just like this Mad Max-type old kung fu movie. 
um, that they went through and then the jizzle was just kind of going around just free and it, his album was more about getting the Wu-Tang back together because everyone was doing collaborations with everyone else and his one was like we are the best when we're together yeah. So his story and the way his creative mind was working was uh, going back to this Kung Fu movie and different different dynasties or whatever and just freeing them. It was it was really awesome, man. Just creatively well. And you actually get a chance to see, the like, they, they really uh, visualise the creativity of each album and whatnot. So that was awesome, bro. Um, so yeah, those are two things I watched. Mandalorian, bro, that was one of the best episodes. Season, episode five. What a great episode! You saw that too, so you can explain. You you would you can tell me what you thought because I've been talking to you. I mean, great episode. I mean, continued from last week's great episode as well, uh, and bringing Ahmed Best back because you know I watched that episode like four times already, bro. And it, it 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 for me like this year has been a great year for great comebacks, bro. So yeah, that you know the previous episode with Ahmed Best was amazing. Uh, this episode just fully went in, bro. And it was a good action piece as well, bro. But the way the way they work together, bro, like it's 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 this is what humankind needs. Like a you see, like they're a bunch of they for me, they're like a bunch of Muslim brothers where, you know, they 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 believe in a Cree and they believe in the cause they are and they help where they can help. And for me, I see brotherhood in that. I see sisterhood in that. Uh, you know, the Jedi, like you, it's stuff that is bouncing off our reality, but it's a great Western, bro, as well. Like the way John Favneau has been able to direct and implement his ideas into this and give it that Western feel with, you know what, the episodes, they're not the best in the world. I think he's just put it together really well, bro. I think he's given us these short stories from stories that we already know and beloved. You know what I mean? And and Grogu's just the best, bro. His little reactions now, we get more of reactions from him, which is absolutely amazing. Mm. No, Agreed. I mean, like, I, I, I was going to make a statement huh? that might make get me beaten up, but are the Mandalorians... Are they are the man <laughs> are the Mandalorians more of a heroes than the, the Jedi's? Like, are they better than the Jedi's? I mean, the way they I came think, together I in this episode because they're making us feel that. Mm, that's what I'm saying. That's that what... They don't go off course. If you make, if you, if you, if you, if you guys have been watching the Mandalorian, you know my guy is redeemed himself. He's taken off his helmet, but he wants to go back into the Kree because he respects it so much. Like, all I see is nothing but respect, man. Because when they were talking to each other, and it's gone, listen, man, these guys, uh, you know, Carl Weathers' character, look, yes, they may be, he maybe went on the wrong side, but he still helped me. And I would like to stand beside him because he has changed. So they they are, because the, the Jedi seem to get corrupt quick, bros, and go to the dark side quick, bros, where these guys, they're like, they're, they're strong to their, their creed, bro. And it's amazing to see that because... We need that in real life, bro. You made a, a. I think that's an amazing point. How many Jedi's get corrupted to the dark yeah, side? Like, not so even just. Time. Yeah, um, not even just. Through, bro. Them Jed, the, the Mandalorian have they've lost their planet, they've lost their people, they're scattered across the universe, yet they stick together so well, bro, and they stick to their creed, and I love that, bro. Because like, yeah. I was moist last week, bro. When you said that speech, I was like, man, I'm with you too, bro. Let's go. That's it, man. I mean, bro, you made a good point. I mean, not like not even just some random Jedi's. We're talking about the main ones, man. Anakin, he's supposed to be the one my guy got corrupted. Like, you 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 made a good point. Like, there's more with the Mandalorians, they, they like I said, that creed, there's more of a belief, there's more of a discipline that they have behind their um their uh, belief system and everything. Uh I a hundred percent agree with you, man. It's like I said, I I I my favorite. Star Wars content and last week's episode was so much fun that they had this energy of heroism of like we're gonna go save we're gonna all bond together like the Avengers or whatever like they had that feeling of like we're gonna go save them and I just loved the way they were just you know coming down and just 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 killing these pirates who just look like ugly monsters so you don't mind them getting shot up and killed and whatever um but I have to say that main pirate looked awesome so like freaking think, um, any um swamp thing look alike yeah it looks good bro they they've done really well uh great episode 
I'm looking forward to next week. I mean, to be honest, that's the only TV I'm watching at the moment now. It's been so busy. Uh, but I, I, I love last week's episode and the week before. Uh, the one before that, they gave us a bit more about what the Empire are doing, what Moff, what Moff Gideon is up to as well. As we saw at the end of that one, he's escaped. So something's gone wrong. And then you've got... Yeah. Sorry, man, my laptop is some noise. Uh, but yeah, great episode, bro. Really good. Really good episode. Awesome. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, all right, cool. Let me brush through a few because there's a lot of things going on here, man. So um, there's a Toaster King 2 coming out. I'm looking forward to that. Um, you saw it, yeah? Games, that's more for me to watch. All right, cool. Have you seen the first one? No, I haven't. That's what I'm saying. I need to watch it. So. Oh, okay. So you got you got so much to watch, man. I enjoyed that. Um, all right. Changing a little bit in directions or in different continent, martial arts veteran Samuel Hung was awarded with a lifetime achievement honor at the Asian Film Awards. Samuel Hung, legend. Well um, We grew up with his movies, man. Him, Jackie Chan, Young Bu, those, those Dragon Forever, Wars on Mills, some of the best movies ever. You know, he did martial law, but he's done uh, Shanghai, no, Shanghai, what was it called, man? Shanghai Express. Was it called Shanghai Express? Was Samo in that? I mean, that was Jackie Chan. Was Samo in that? No, no, that was Samo's uh, movie and Cynthia Rockner. Let's see. Samo Hardwick. Oh, yes. I know you're talking about. It could, it could be Shanghai Express, actually. Yeah, and I think Donnie Yen was in that movie as well. Donnie Yen was in the Jackie Chan one, Shanghai Nights or whatever. Do you remember that oh, one? Yeah, that was With yeah. Owen Wilson. Basically. Um, but anyway, shout out to Summer Hung. I, I can't remember his Hong Kong name, man, or his, his real name, Hong Youngbo or something like that. I remember they were telling me, he's, I wish I bumped into these guys in Hong Kong when I was there, but I didn't. Anyway, shout out to Summer Hung. Uh, R-rated Logan-inspired Ninja Turtles installment, installment confirmed. So they've been talking about doing an R-rated Turtles apparently for ages, bro, and it just never got approved. And apparently they got one approved and they're finally going to move forward with it. So... Ninja Turtles in the original comics were always violent and shit. So this is going to be good. Like, I mean, this is separate from... Was, ...was quite dark, bro. Mm. Once we grew up on, they were quite dark, bro. They had that comic book element to it still. It was still PG, but it, like, it was in the streets of New York. It was at nighttime. People were getting butts up. Shredder looked scary, bro. So if they give him the violent R-rated one, mm. one, I'd watch it. Without a doubt. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And this is going to be separate from the one. But this is what I love about this. They can make so many adaptations. You've got the Michael Bay one. You've got the original ones. You've got Seth Rogen's new animation. you got yeah. this. They're going to make a video game on the Ronin story. I'm in. I'm all in. Um, What else is going on? Tom Cruise is reportedly working on Oblivion 2. So more, more work from Tom Cruise. Netflix announced a Scott Pilgrim anime and bringing back all the original cast to do the voices. <laughs> Bro, that movie was like an anime. So for the fact they're going to do an anime, that's sick. Like, they're gonna, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's going to be great. That's going to be absolutely awesome. I'm looking forward to that. I saw the little trailer that Edgar Wright put out. And, I mean, why not? I mean, he's the, he's the master of making things like that creatively so uh good on him uh and I'm, I'm 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 excited to see that man definitely excited to see that yeah awesome um what else is going on extraction sequel with chris hemsworth is officially released on the june june 16th nice. 2023 so great summer movie hopefully he's in bad well they say it was in bangladesh but it was in india no it was based in bangladesh isn't it? but i think they shot it in india but anyway yeah they uh, represent people in there being some gangsters, man. Some gundas. Yeah, Bangladeshi gangsters, man. Um, not good movie, them. man. Looking forward to that. What else is going on? All right, Ryan Coogler is in developing an X-Files reboot or something similar to X-Files or something to kind of challenge it or something. Say okay. the original uh, creator, Chris Carter. So, you know, Ryan Coogler's twist on X-Files. Good. Clint Eastwood set... It's Clint Eastwood sets the final film of his directing career with Warner Brothers. So mm. I think, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of what he's directed. Million Dollar Baby. You got um, Gran, Tor Gran Torino. Like so many movies. Like, I'm a big fan of what he does. So he's got his... My, my guy's 90 plus. I can't remember the exact age, but he's 90 plus still doing this shit. 
man, fucking amazing. So one more movie left in him, man. And, and my guys, what a great legacy, man. Bloody hell. You know what, bro? Um, what else is going on? The Thing, bro, man, they're making a prequel. which is going to be available on the 1st of April, I think, on Netflix. So it should be out technically. Um, I didn't even know that. But that original thing was scary, man. I remember we watched it. We used to watch it when we were kids. Yeah, um, yeah. That was a scary movie. It was. Definitely was. Definitely was. Okay, John Wick director, Chad Shalitsky. Yep. My bad, I'm sorry. You know, I can't read. Names his dream cast audition, including Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Jason Statham, and Jason Momoa. Mm. Nice. I know Expendables are like, yeah, we we done that. Except Jackie Chan and Jason Momoa. But, man, if they build this John Wick universe and put Jackie Chan and Jet Li... Look, Jackie Chan and Jet Li made that, that movie... Um, what was it called again? Together? Um, Buddha? Forbidden. Buddha, maybe? Forbidden Planet? No. Forbidden, hmm, forbidden Titan. Kingdom. Forbidden Kingdom, that's it. I still enjoyed that. Enjoyed it? Listen, I enjoyed it because I was a fan of Jackie Chan and Jet Li. So, biasly, I enjoyed it. However, there's, there was so much more potential. There was so much more potential to be done with those two. But look, Jet Li's done. My guy's not acting anymore. He's done with all of that sort of stuff. Uh, Jackie Chan's still on the thing. My guy's making movies. He's got a new, new movie coming out. He's got, he's working on Police Story, another one. I would love to have seen a great action movie with Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Just another one. But anyway, um, just wanted to put that out there. That was his dream cast. All right, next thing. Um... Okay, check that. This one was quite interesting. So P, I gotta check what this is. P E T A Peta. I think I believe that's like a uh, animal rights company type thing. Has called Amazon Studios um and the wider world of TV productions to stop using real animals after a horse died on the set of the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Mm. Now, uh, I've always wondered how do they use animals in some of these movies? Like, of course they're trained, but I remember what came to mind to me was I remember watching um. My name is nobody, right? Old school, old school movie, right? I remember the end scene. I can't remember the character's name where he's shooting all those bandits, like he's blowing up. They have dynamite in their thing, and all they come in 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 a, in a in like a bunch of a hundred of them just riding towards him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's shooting and blowing them up. How 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 do they do back then? Especially, did they kill them horses or whatever? Because them they look like real horses and they look like they got blown up. So I always wondered how do they do those sort of things. With with animals and, and whatnot. That's a good film, and and you're right. Uh, cruelty to animals, bro, uh, which is a shame. I think a lot of those animals suffered in that movie. Uh, damn, yeah. It's Allegedly, deep. we don't know. We, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't know. That's deep, man. Great movie, though. Um, my name is Nobody. One of my favorite Western movies. Um, all right, what else is going on, bro? A series adaptation of Denzel Washington's Man on Fire has been ordered straight to series Netflix. Uh, HBO might be in trouble because they're losing a lot of movies in April, like over 200 movies lost in April. So I don't know if HBO is in the, in a bit of a stick, but that's that's starting with that. Oh. Um, sticking on the Batman theme... Clayface to be in Batman 2. What do you think about that? Yes, so I saw that. That looks amazing. If they do that, depending on how they bring that character in, bro. You know what? It, it, why not, man? We're in a live adaptation. We've never seen Clayface, and it's always the usual hero, super villains that we get. I mean, this is going to be a bit more of a different, like, you know, looking villain, I guess. Yeah. CGI and all that stuff's going to be involved. You know what I mean? Be interesting to see what they do because they could change it up if they ground it, then they could have somebody who suffered something and have like I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where they go with it. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, all right, back into all right, so let's get into some Disney and Marvel stuff because that's where's a lot more stuff, and we'll finish off with that, man. So uh you know Disney are making all their live adaptations of of movies. I know um Little Mermaid's coming out soon. Yeah. Quest Love to direct direct the live action hybrid ad, ad, hybrid. So I believe this might be a, a mix between animation and live adaptation of the Aristocats. Mm -hmm. I watched that, but I can't remember that. I don't think that was too close to me. But 
I guess Little Mermaid might be the only last one out of all the original Disney ones that I I guess I I'm fully familiar with. And then he gets into the new ones that I'm not too familiar with. Um anyway, they're doing that. And then also in regards to live action Disney movies, so Disney has found its Lilo, because uh, they're making the Lilo and Stitch movie. Um and it's a newcomer, her name is Maya Mia Kilona. Kilona. Okay. Yeah, anyway, they got that anyway, so they're making that movie. Um, all right. Sticking on to the Disney theme, John Boyega recently said, I'm still in love with Star Wars. Like, so you know there was a lot of controversy with him and Star Wars, and they didn't really utilize him well. I mean, there was this whole thing that he wasn't utilized well in the in the Star Wars movies. I don't know about that. I just think those movies were just not great, unfortunately. Um yeah. But there was some controversy around that. But what he was saying that he he's happy that he's out of that whole universe and he can just sit back and enjoy it as a fan because he's a genuine Star Wars fan. So he's like, I'm still yeah. in love with the content and I'm glad I can just sit back and watch it now and not be involved. So yeah, that's John Boyega. Good on him. Good on him. Good on him. All right. All right. Who's this? Ah, uh, okay. Isaac. This is more Disney stuff, man. Disney and Marvel stuff. So Isaac per Permuta, chairman of Marvel Entertainment, has been laid off. His as his division, which is separate from Marvel Studios, is absorbed into other units of Disney. So I don't know. Marvel's going through some changes, basically. Um, the next story saying the following sudden sudden departure of someone called Victoria Alonso who again headed up like Marvel something something for Marvel Studios, um, old network replaced Accuset. So apparently there's like text uh, with her, apparently, or um, allegedly, there was a text toxic work environment. Um, I don't know, Marvel's going through a lot of changes, man. I think um, when I say a lot of changes, not like I know everything, but like just with these news, with these news, with the way phase four went, maybe things have been a bit... I don't know, maybe phase four has been, uh, and I'm talking about from the movies and even in the background of what's happening in, in, in the studios and all that sort of stuff, there's been a lot of shit going on. So on that, I mean, it's still like kind of negative news. Zachary Levi recently said that Kevin Feige stitched him in in, in regards to his role in, in Thor, saying that he apparently he was pitched that it's going to be a bigger part or whatnot, and then he ended up dying in, in, that, in that second movie. And I don't know if that's just another hit. Or, I don't know, because obviously oh, Shazam 2 didn't do well at all, I don't know. Yeah, it's a really hard one now, man, because I feel like with... That's why I think it's it's not great for some of these stars to have, like, a social media platform. Because they end up saying stuff that they... They say probably say it out of regret and anger and... And I know about freedom of speech, man, and letting you know, but I mean, if you're in that industry, it's going to be quite hard. Because like for me, like me having a Marvel movie role, like I was just speaking to one of our guests last week. His name's uh, Kafil, uh, you know, being extras in movies and stuff. And the enthusiasm and excitement he had in it, just to have that opportunity to say, you know, I got into movies because I lost my grandma and her favorite thing was Paddington Bear in the world. And then the fact that I got to be in the Paddington movie, like, oh, it's amazing. Uh, and he got, you know, it's, you don't even notice it's me. Only I know it's me. And I said, that's the beauty in it, because you see how much love and passion you have for movies and being a part of that, which connects you to your grandma. You know, it's, it's, be it's beautiful to hear that. So I know a job's a job, bro. We're all going to hate certain things about our jobs and how the industry works and stuff like that that's normal because that's 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 everyday life isn't it but i feel like what zachary went through and i've got to be political about the way i say this because i've met the guy twice now and i think he's absolutely awesome you know i think he brings a joy to this character that he absolutely loves but the problem is that they just don't like the dc movies there's people who don't like it bro people don't want to see it because they hate what's going on. And that's the problem with hate, you know. And and I've seen the director suffer stress and thing out of this because you're like, you put all your heart and soul into a project and people are ripping it up to shreds. And some people who don't even love comic book movies, you know what I mean? 
so movie going now is a different experience to what it was. So I feel for people like John Boyega and and people that were in roles that really hate like make, made it feel bad for them. And what Zachary's gone through is like they've I think, bro, in the past three months, how many movies we've had out that have been absolutely amazing? Like all of them. I think mm. most of the films I've seen so far have a great level of being amazing movies, but pumped out so much. It's too much to watch. Like this month alone, you had DMD, which I haven't seen yet, which I want to watch. John Wick 4, which was amazing. Shazam, which was amazing. Creed 3, which was amazing. Scream 6, you know, I didn't watch it, but my sister said it was amazing. Like you got all of these good, we're, we're spoiled for choice, bro. And what are we going to mostly go watch is the stuff that's trending, you know what I mean? So we're going to go watch it. I mean, yes, they class me as an influencer, but I'm just a guy who loves the stuff and I love telling people what I love. Uh, but I can't make people's decisions up for them, you know what I mean? People are going to watch what they're going to watch. And if you're going to give them, it's like Skittles, if you're going to give them that many, they're going to eat it all, you know what I mean? Or sweets or candy, whatever, they're going to eat it all. So it's a, it's a tough one. So I feel for him, but he's airing himself too much where it could look a bit desperate. Spiteful and stuff. I mean, the thing spiteful. is, though, the difference is, yeah, the difference is, though, this is his his life. You know, he's dedicated his life to acting. Yes. This is his career. It's not just a, you know, for me to be in a Marvel movie, that'd be the best thing in the world. I, and you, even if I'm just some dude that just dies or whatever. But <laughs> for, for someone like him, he's dedicated his life to, to, to acting. This is his career. This is how he puts food on the table and lives, you know what I mean? Right. So, so there's a bit of a difference, I guess, in emotions and whatnot. You know, again, yeah, it's difficult, man. With the DC movies, I think people just genuinely want to hate on them. They're just like, they, they, Marvel has stolen such a, so much of the fan base, even though they get cost as well, but they, they flop with $400 million movies. Like they, they flop with still making profits and whatnot. Mm. Um, and, 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 and uh, you know, people have been cussing the movies, but everyone's still watching it. But with the DC universe, I mean, I think, you know, yeah, it's just tough. People, are just, I don't know. I don't understand why people are just like, Oh, I don't want to watch it. I don't like DC um, because of what they're doing. And then you don't give it a chance or, Whatever it is, man. I mean, there's a lot of, lot of bullshit going on. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Listen, we're going to still be fans. We're going to keep watching it. And hopefully, yeah, like I say, they're just going to build up their reputation now uh, because I think there's a lot of potential for them to build up their reputation. And the only way is up for them, man. So, let's see, man. And Zachary Levi, I mean, you never know. There could be potential for him somewhere in... in maybe he doesn't want to do superhero movies no more. But maybe if he does... There's, there's so many other characters in the MCU. I mean, I don't know why you, you would maybe you shouldn't burn bridges with people who could possibly give you um the opportunity again to come back in the future. I don't know. I don't know. No, exactly, bro. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, let's move on. Let's just finish off with some more Marvel stuff happening. X-Men 97 writer Buell DeMeo confirmed that the X-Men 60s and Kenny years live virtually uh, virtual event. I can't even read now, man. That Mr. Sinister would be the primary antagonist in this upcoming animation. So Mr. Sinister was a big antagonist in the show anyway, and he was really awesome in that. So yeah. uh, it'd be interesting to have him back. So that'd be cool. Marvel is getting a guy's... Oh, so Fantastic Four is getting a rewrite from the uh, writers who wrote Avatar and Terminator and all that sort of stuff because they had like family dynamics and all that sort of stuff. So... They're getting a rewrite for Fantastic Four. So that should be interesting. Um, take that how you will. Guardians of the Galaxy, we spoke about that. It's going to come in now. It's like a two and a half hour long movie. So I'm looking forward to seeing two and a half hours of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Secret Invasion will premiere on June 21st, 2023. So June. June's going to be a good one. And then lastly, Captain America, New World Order, bringing back Liv Tyler as Betty Ross. Everyone keeps saying that Captain America 4 is like the Incredible Hulk 2 that we never got because all the Incredible <laughs> Hulk characters are coming back for this, uh, which is interesting. Be, bro, so if Betty Ross is coming back, do you think they'll put Mark Ruffalo in there or something? Like, what are, what are they going to Why are they getting her involved? It's very interesting. I mean, of course, her father, military, all that sort of stuff, but... Very interesting that they bring in him back. Also, um, the villain, not the villain, remember the scientist in, in Incredible Hulk who had the goo in his head? At yeah, the yeah, end? yeah, He's coming back. 
Yes, he is. So it? maybe they bring back the incredible Hulk for this. Yeah, you're gonna have Red Hulk most probably. Most probably, maybe that's what it is. You're gonna have Red Hulk in this as well. But um, yeah, I guess it's that because you're gonna have Red Hulk, and obviously that's Betty's Betty's father and whatnot. So. That movie's looking to stock up well, man. If they get Incredible Hulk in there, like Mark Ruffalo, that'd be interesting too. But um, I just want to see. I think I think what's his name, the guy who played um, um, uh, um, who's that dude, bro? The Black Captain America, the original one, man. I've gone blank. He was in um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, a giant, uh, uh, Elijah or something. Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. That's it. That's it. I think he's going to be coming back in it. I hope they bring old man Steve Rogers in there because that would be awesome as well. Um, but yeah, that movie is looking to stack up pretty good. Um, I'm seeing loads of loads of rumours or things about Daredevil uh, show. Apparently, it's just like, it's like a season four. Uh, it's going to be as violent as the Netflix one or gritty as the Netflix one. Punisher's in it. Apparently, Punisher's got more, like he's going to have a big part in it, which obviously I'm excited about. Um, apparently, it's going to be within... I mean, I think these are all rumors. I think, man. I think it's it's within the the five year blip and how Kingpin raises his because uh, at the end of it, at the, at the, before the Netflix one, the end of Netflix one, you know, Kingpin lose. So I think this is within the blip when he gets his status back and takes over the streets, and it kind of leads up to Hawkeye, where we see him in this dominant position, where even Hawkeye was scared of who was involved. You know, yeah. I mean, even Hawkeye was familiar with him and yeah. was a bit concerned, considering Hawkeye just. Had end games and bought for aliens and and Thanos. He was concerned about Kingpin, so it built him up. So I think it's going to lead up to that, which is going to be sick. Definitely will, definitely will. I'm thinking it'll be interesting to see where they go with this, bro. Until we see yeah. it, you know, and I'm not going to judge till I see it, to be honest. Of course. And then uh, Blade apparently they they've taken away the link that he had with uh the Black Knight in Eternals. They're kind of removing that, and Blade's going in a hole. I don't know what they. I, Trying to figure that out, man. But talking about Blade, anyway, I mean, that connection with Eternals doesn't really matter. But talking about Blade, I watched Blade 1 and 2 the other day. So good. Wicked so one. good. The original one. So freaking good. I didn't watch 3, um, but 1 and 2, awesome. No Mac was sick in part 2, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, bro, that was, that was a lot, man. I, talk, I feel like I talked a lot today, man. There was a lot of stuff that just came up throughout the week. So a lot of news this week, guys. A lot of news. No, definitely. <clears throat> there's loads. There's loads. They've released the clip for Blue Beetle, but I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to wait till the full trailer comes out tomorrow. Well, in a couple of hours. It's at five o'clock in the morning UK time, so I'll probably okay. watch it when I wake up. And yeah, I'm going to wait till I see it, and then yeah, that's about it. Really, other than that, bro, uh, I'm going to reach out to a couple of people that sent messages regarding helping us out on going to screenings. Uh, so that that'd be helpful. Uh, we're we're still working on a few things, but yeah, no, definitely. As always, guys, massive thank you. Thanks for following us on our social media channels. Uh, it's about seventy percent of you guys watch the content, but haven't subscribed to the channels. And it'd be it'd be it'd be awesome if you guys can subscribe because it helps us grow a little bit more. But then on other platforms, we've been growing. We moved to Anchor, and you know it's been distributing it everywhere else, which is really good. But as always, guys, man, massive thank you for listening to the podcast, following us on our social media journey as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, I'm always grateful and thankful. That's all I can say, man, from my side. But, yeah, G-Man, go go rest up, do your prayers, and we'll, we'll catch up during the week, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, by the way, I saw, I saw real quick with the posters, I see that people are loving them and you've already got some orders coming in. So, guys, the posters, let me show them again, man, if you're feeling them. Reach out to Kibla Amadar on our social medias. Um, you know, I don't know, Kibla, if you want to promote that shit, but or, <laughs> or not. But, now, listen, you know. guys, I, I mean, I've been, I did, I, I think the first two I did was for Ash. So these ones, uh, it's good. It's got, it's got a good theme to it. And I think I like this theme. And uh, I remember I didn't, I've, I've done the artwork and placed them and Photoshop and the rest of it, but it's, it's getting Gilman's input as well, which helps. So I'm, I'm happy to cater to what you guys need but yeah give me a shout on my instagram page uh somebody already wants a rocky one and yeah i saw that so the way it works is that i uh i give you the file you print it out uh if you want me to print it i can find printers for you i've got some good connections with printers uh and if you depending on what size and the rest of it but what i usually do i'll do the design you just pay me for the design 
and uh, you, I send you the file and you get a print. Other than that, I'll own the copyrights to it. Uh, even though the movies, they, they own it as well, but these are individual character ones. So those are my, my, my put together. So it should be fine. But uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. It it came out little, little, little plug, little plug. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, cool, man. Look, let me take a little quick picture. <clears throat> One, two, three. No, let me press stop. Man, man. good to go. I'm going to go do my Tarabi prayer and then do my second meal for the day and then Sunday night. So Monday we start again. I'm meeting Kit tomorrow, by the way. He's in oh, town. Yeah, he's in town. Me and Kit, me and Mabs are going to go meet him for, for Iftad or we're going to meet around Iftad and just catch up. So that would be nice. Awesome. Um, Send my luck, bro. Send my luck. Sure. All right, my peoples. Thanks for liking, subscribing, and all that sort of stuff. Do subscribe and much love. <laughs> loving, I'm loving. Hey, man, the gaming channel is not working. <laughs> I need your help. So let's talk about that after. But the we're gaming good. channel is not getting no traction. Guys, we got a gaming channel. Check it out. It's uh, the Brothers Geek Out Gaming. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna put the link. I think the link's already in the description, guys. So just go check it out. Subscribe if you're a gamer and you would. Love watching games and check it out. Gilman goes on there when he can, but uh, check it out. I mean, it's a, it's a slow grower, bro. Even this channel was a slow grower. You know what I mean? But I, I know this was a slow grower, but this had views. This, the gaming channel's getting no views. <laughs> so I think maybe God of War, the game I'm playing, is old. I think Ash needs to get on it because he plays a lot of different type of games and whatnot. I don't, I'm not really crazy about video games that much. And maybe that's what it is. Like I know that new Resident Evil came out. I'll buy Tekken 8. I was always a Tekken fan. So when that comes out, I'll buy that. Maybe it's got to do with, you know, when the game comes out, there's a, uh, you know, um, hype around there. Anyway, man. Cool. All right. We'll catch cool, up. Cool, guys. We'll, we'll catch up soon.